For the fourth series of the Sandwell Stories podcasts, Multi-Story presents Going Green. Seven episodes by seven creators exploring stories connected to Sandwell's local green spaces. Through intergenerational conversations, insightful interviews, spooky tales and well-being walks, they explore how to engage with and appreciate the natural environment on your doorstep, including how to be eco-friendly as a family, how nature is reclaiming old industrial sites and the positive impact nature can have on your well-being. Plus, there's a new scary story based on local folklore. Our seven amazing local creators are Bally Barker, Amy Campbell, Brendan Hawthorne, Vicky Roden, Jamie Upton, Suzanne Spence and me, Grace Dorr. You are listening to episode seven. I'm Suzanne Spence and you're listening to From Tip to Tranquility. Musings on Sheepwash Nature Reserve in Great Bridge, Tipton, with some attendees of the Sandwell Stride Walking for Wellbeing group. An open secret, a hidden space. Just slip into it, embrace a slower pace. A pylon hums a resonant note, reminds us that we're not off grid. We barely did 10 steps off the street, but we let our wandering booted feet tread light as we discovered the unexpected delight of the place that used to be an ugly council tip. Now that nature has re-established her reign, recall your first impressions as you took a trip just off the lane with an old world name. Did they really wash sheep here? Baptise them in the River Tame? Sharon spoke to me after her walk around Sheep Wash Nature Reserve. Here are some of her thoughts. Right, it's Friday. We've just been to Sheep Wash Nature Reserve in Great Bridge, Tipton. And I'm speaking to a lady who's just been on the walk. How often do you come on this walk? We walk every Friday, um, when, when obviously we can all make it. Well, you come when you can. Come when you can. Yeah, come when you can. And how long does the walk last for? Originally it was about an hour and a half, but it's now down to about an hour. And, and what were the sort of things that took your attention when you first went there? Just the general size and the and the fact that there's water in there was a surprise. I didn't even know there was lakes and birds and no, various other things going on in there. There's a brook. I didn't even know all these things were going through an age reserve that I didn't know existed. It's amazing, isn't it, really, that it's, that it's in the built-up area. Yeah. Well, obviously, the houses have been built around it unless, they've, I don't know, unless it was there all the time and, I don't know. No idea. Well, somebody told me last week, because I came on it last week, that it used to be the municipal dump. Oh, nice. Very nice. So they prettied it up then. Thank goodness it's not there any longer, the uh, dump. That wouldn't smell very nice, would it? No, it wouldn't. (laughs) It wouldn't look as nice either. No, no. We'd we'd have to find somewhere else for our walk. 
or we wouldn't be walking at all, would we, if there wasn't anywhere close by. It would have been wilder then, with a current strong enough to cleanse a muddy fleece back to off-white again. The river turned water mills, ground grain to dust, churned up iron scraps and changed them into dust. It suffers indigestion from swallowing years of lost and discarded stuff that rests so heavy in its basin, it's full to belly bust. Farah attends several walking and social groups and enjoys joining the Sheepwash Nature Reserve walks every Friday. And it's just nice to walk somewhere that, where there's no traffic. I like that it's got a lake in the middle of nowhere, there's a lake. See cormorants there sometimes yeah. on the lake, you know. It, it's just nice not to breathe in fumes from the traffic. Hear how it whispers, laps and smacks goodbye kisses to the young boys who skin stones through lack of toys across the breath of time. Ignorant to the tame sublime life force as it ran its natural course long before the need to escape from modern traffic's noise pollution when the only transport solution were waterways or horse and cart. Tim is a regular attendee of the Sandwell Stride Walking Group at Sheepwash Lane Nature Reserve. Tim grew up close to Sheepwash Nature Reserve and has seen a lot of changes over the years. I used to live right by where we walk. I know quite a few of the paths anyway. I've got to know a few more since we've been doing the walk. It used to be my playground kind of thing, you know. I remember there used to be an old brickworks there and we found all these mattresses and wished to pile them on top of each and jump from these beams onto these mattresses and there was glass all the way around. We never thought about how dangerous it was. It was just been a bit of fun. There used to be a tip there as well, but I mean, there was also lorries coming from the factories, dumping all, all manner of stuff out there. We found this fridge, fridge without the door on it, and me and my brother jumped in it. It was a lot faster than it is. We found a bits of bits of wood, so we used as paddles, and we floated all the way to the end. And it was bikes and you know cars and all been dumped over the years. Another thing is when uh, with the the swifts, I mean the, the the swifts come out of the night time. And they used to be skimming the water after these midges. And then say sometimes, I mean, they, they, they come and used to duck because you're thinking that they, they've swift and going to, you know, run into you. You never see one land, you know, there was always, I think they'd go to sleep in the air as well, kind of thing. Things have changed for the better, really. I've actually, the ones we've seen a snake, in, you know, going across, you know, with the, the one, uh, pool is that there's an island and we're seeing it go, going across the water, mm-hmm. probably a, like a water snake, grass snake, but mix, we, we haven't got that many snakes over there. Uh, we've seen this snake, it's, I'm going back to, to 20 years, but I mean, as I say, we just happened to see this snake, and when the herons 
with that little island is in the middle of the pool in the say that's where sometimes I've seen the swans where they have built their nest there was a pool of there we we actually played a bit of ice ice hockey on this because I mean, I've actually seen kids swimming in in the mall all themselves so, so and I think well they don't know what what, what I know that's been dumped there over the years Hungry kilns were fed from mall pits to make blue and fire bricks. The remnant holes were flooded into lakes where dynasties of waterfowl congregate in a mixed choir that brings a clash of sound from moor hens, coots, ducks and drakes to cormorants, geese, gulls, swans and herons competing in a perpetual choral round. Jean joined the group because she was intrigued to see the changes since the land she remembers from her youth has become a nature reserve. This was a nice day today, wasn't it? Lovely, very mild, because you never can tell from day to day what it's going to be like. Um, what brought me back to this area, because I, I don't live in this area, uh, I live the other side of Dudley, um, but I had an auntie and uncle living on this estate, on the edge of what was like a very derelict area, and the mile holes, and then I met uh, some people who were uh, part of the library group at Tipton, and I met them at another chat group on Thursday, and um, People tell you about different things that are going on. So it's a curiosity thing to come and have a look to see what they've done with this derelict area, turning it into a nature reserve. And I was absolutely amazed when I first saw it because it was like earlier in the year, you know, it was a nice day, so I really enjoyed it. And as I say, the company as well. That, I think that's a big thing. Who You walk with different ones and chat and... Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's amazing, like the things you find out or talk about, so it's very enjoyable. Look, these marl holes, is that where they're digging out the marl to make the bricks with? Um, yeah, I think the grey marl, it, it would be a form of bricks, like they call it marl clay, it is a heavy uh, grey clay. Um, but it, for years it was derelict, um, so there was nothing done there. But there's natural springs in the area, yeah. so I suppose as they tidied it up and filled up the, the lakes, you know, so uh, it's more sort of attractive. So it's the mole holes that they used to dig the, the clay, clay out, clay yes, out of, yeah. which is what they flooded to make all those lakes That's that you see it, all yes, those yeah. the birds on there. Yes, yeah. Um, so it encourages wildlife, which might not have been there for years. There could have been water in the mile holes, so I suppose there was, but they'd be very dangerous areas. Like kids play round them, but like you can imagine slippy clay and mud. They weren't safe places, so they're probably much better now. And there is herons down there. I've seen herons there because they're um, they're like white or off white, yeah. so they stand out more. But I don't know. Apart from a few ducks and sort of um, a few wild fowl, I don't know much about wild birds. Mm. Yeah, there's not many that I'd know. Mm. Uh, blackbird, I think, is the nicest one. They, they've got a nice, um, they're tuneful. Mm. I like hearing them. 
and even pigeons, they sound nice. Do you, do you like listening to pigeons? No. I think um, they're gentle like the coo, you know, so it's uh, quite relaxing. Now we hear a train along the track, a rattle through the trees from Dudley Port overground. It disappears into the distance as ethereal as a breeze. Through tunnels past old buildings where the tame runs with ease. It's an oasis in a desert, in a suburban vicinity. A break with everyday mundane reality. A new natural landscape from tip to tranquility. Thanks to Sharon, Jean, Farah and Tim. Thank you to Richard Udall for composing and playing bespoke music for the piece. Thank you for listening. The Sandor Stories podcasts were created during a 12-week training course delivered by Multistory from December 2022 to March 2023. Thanks to all the creators and those they interviewed and to Gabby Songe, the project coordinator, Marley Starsky-Butler, the production assistant and Becky Sexton, project manager at Multistory. Multistory is a community arts organisation based in Sandra. Find out more at multistory.org.uk.